Hey, moviegoers, it's Chris Comer back for another episode of 5-Minute Reviews, about to give you the lowdown on three movies that I saw in the past few weeks. I want to start off by talking about one that I didn't really care for, just get that out of the way, and that is the Lion King remake that was just released. It is shot for shot just the same movie again, and somehow it's longer and worse. Um... They cut a lot of scenes short. Uh, Scar's song, Be Prepared, is cut short. Uh, a lot of uh, Zazu, the bird's lines are short. They're, the uh, monkey, um, Rafiki, his lines aren't, half of them aren't there. Uh, and, it, you know, it wouldn't be such a, a big deal. Um, but these are important to the original film, these these lines. If you're just going to do a shot-for-shot remake, then you need to do those. Um but they didn't, and so the movie is worse for it. Also, um, the voice actors in this movie, they seem to just be phoning it in at times, which is a shame because I really, really like this cast. I love Donald Glover. I liked Beyonce singing as Nala, not so much her performance. Uh, I liked... Um, I like I really like Timon and Pumbaa. I'll get that across. Billy Eichner and Seth Rogen do a a really good job. Not nearly as good as Nathan Lane and the original Pumbaa, whose name escapes me uh, right now. But I do know Nathan Lane was Timon. Um, but it, they were they were good. Um, Scar is weak. Um, James Earl Jones. I mean, he just is doing the same thing. If you had told me they just stole the recording from the 90s and put it into this movie, I would have believed you, because it's just the same dialogue, but somehow worse and longer. Uh, So I would say wait for a DVD or Blu-ray release on this, just because it's, you know, you could watch the movie right now much better with the stunning animation uh, from the 90s I'm sure you have a DVD, Blu-ray, VHS, a way to watch it at home. Watch it. Uh, because that movie is still excellent, and this movie is not... It's it's mediocre at best, and it's the cash-grabbiest of the cash-grabs of this lot, these live-action remakes. It really is. There There isn't much that I can say that's nice about this movie. It is... You know, it's just playing to people's nostalgia and making money off of releasing the same product over and over again. And I gotta tell you, I'm getting sick of it. I really am. And I think Disney needs to step it up and start making a lot more original properties if they're gonna want me to start giving them my money again. Some more original ideas that will get me intrigued to go see a Disney film. Um, now, it isn't all negative. Like I said, Billy Eichner, Seth Rogen, they're a pretty good Timon and Pumbaa. They're entertaining. I'll say this, kids will probably get a lot of enjoyment out of this film, but I'll tell you what, they'll probably get much more enjoyment out of the original. Um, because, uh, okay, the big positive of this movie is the effects. Uh, the computer-generated effects have come so far that if you had told me that these were real lions and this was really Africa, I would have bought it. I would have believed you because it is stellar. It looks amazing. But that is this movie's downfall, the fact that they look like real lions because 
real lions don't have like emotions. They have a very stoic face, but in you know the cartoon, they're very emotional. You can tell, you know, just to name a scene. It's the scene where Mufasa dies in the original. You see this look in his eye when he's you know climbing up the cliff, and he's like, "Scar, come and save me." He sees this look that says, "Oh, Scar, I'm with Scar. I'm safe." And then he realizes he's not safe. There's a transition. It's subtle, but it's there, and it's not here in this film, and it really bothers me. Um, that, you know, just these lions, they're just real lions mouthing along, just opening their mouths. Sometimes they aren't even, like, in sync with the with the songs. And the new Beyonce song in this one, it, it really didn't add anything to the plot. It was just a music video with lions, you know? And, you know, Beyonce's a great singer, and I love the song, but it really didn't further this movie in any way. It's just, it's a shame because The Lion King is one of my faves, and Aladdin was my, is my favorite Disney film, and they're just remaking them, rehashing them, and it's worse every time. I just, Disney's going to need to do a lot more to get more money from me. I would say wait for a Blu-ray release on The Lion King 2019. The next film I want to talk about actually surprised me with how much I enjoyed it. That is Crawl. Uh, This is a movie about a woman who goes to save her father uh, who is trapped in a basement in Florida during a Category 5 hurricane while alligators are surrounding them on all sides and biting them and killing all sorts of people. It felt like it was just going to be a worse version of Jaws, but with gators, but it wasn't. It was actually a pretty solid disaster movie. The Hurricane is one of the biggest, you know, characters. Uh, It's very clear that the Hurricane is a clear and present danger just as much as the gators are. Uh, And the gators don't mess around either. Uh, You know, a lot of times in these monster movies, there are characters that have plot armor, and I would argue that the two main characters, the daughter and the father, they sort of do um but uh, the other characters no there's no other characters other than the father and daughter that are safe from these gators uh and it is very very clear uh that they are not messing around they they seem a lot more hostile than actual gators might be i mean granted i imagine they're very hostile creatures that just it did seem a little out of place but i mean i guess you know it's a disaster movie i was all in and i'll tell you this much the effects in this movie are a lot better than i thought they'd be because clearly this is a pretty low budget movie it they probably weren't expecting too much from this movie uh the effects are really good so the the gators looks pretty solid uh, they're like they're very big and very like kind of real looking. I was impressed because uh, this movie clearly was on a very very low budget. I mean, it takes place mostly at the same set, uh, you know, the same you know conditions. That there isn't much change going on. They're trapped in the house while gators are attacking them. So there there isn't too much different. Um, there isn't too much variety in what you know where the film takes place. Um, the acting is for pretty solid, especially from the daughter. She does a very good job. There are some corny lines in there, but I was kind of I was kind of all in. It, like the dialogue can get corny at times, but it was it was fun. Uh, I enjoyed a lot of this. There was a couple scary points, um, the you know jump scares, but there was only a couple thrown in here and there. Uh, a couple of times, I just was you know. 
I was laughing, uh, which seems kind of sick, but it was kind of. I mean, it's a good movie. I I enjoyed I enjoyed my time with it. It's nothing special. It's nothing to write home about. But you know what? It this movie it doesn't pretend to be anything it's not. It is a traditional horror slash disaster movie, and I was totally all in with this plot. Um, I went in expecting nothing and came out you know having a relatively positive experience and the characters in it are sort of believable uh the relationship they have that father daughter bond it i i buy it it's it's good the acting is solid and like i said there's nothing really special about this movie but i can tell you this much i really did go in expecting nothing and less than nothing really i expected this to be a very very poor film but I was pleasantly surprised by Crawl, and I'll tell you this much, it there are worse things you could be doing on an afternoon than going to see Crawl. Um, there's nothing, you know, it's not a must-see, uh, but it's a good movie, and if you got the time, go ahead. Uh, if not, wait for it to come out on streaming sites or Blu-ray or whatever, because I still think it's, you know, worth your time, but it might not be, you know, a must-see at the theaters, but... I enjoyed it a lot, and I think you will too. The third and final film I want to talk about today is the ninth film written and directed by Quentin Tarantino, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Uh, I say it like that because that's how, you know, I believe Tarantino wants us all to say it because that's how it's written in all of the advertisements. Uh, That said, I am dying to go see this movie again. I really am. Uh, I had a great viewing experience. I went with a couple of buddies of mine, and they also are big fans of Tarantino, and they liked this movie as well. Um, I liked this movie. I don't know if I love this movie yet. I want to see it again because I'm just unsure because it's a lot. It's it's long. It's a big one. It's like two hours and 45 minutes, and it is a lot of buildup to this final scene. But the buildup is good. You know, it is. There's a lot of dialogue of just nothing happening. A very Tarantino, just people sitting down and talking to each other. It's sort of just the life of two guys whose careers in Hollywood are at their twilight. They're they're on the the decline um it's it is just sort of what it is you know leonardo dicaprio and uh brad pitt uh leo plays an actor and brad pitt plays a stuntman and they are just you know two guys who have been doing it for a very long time and they never quite got into movies and they're just you know on the twilight of their careers and trying to come to grips with that come to terms with it um a lot of people thought this movie would actually be about the manson murders as charles manson is a character in this however it really doesn't have a lot to do with that um sharon tate's in this and you know it it's sort of I don't want to say too, too much, but he isn't as big a part as a lot of people were saying. Charles Manson is not a huge part. Margot Robbie as Sharon Tate, she does a really good job, too. Um, but the stars of this are Leo and Brad. They are excellent. They have a lot of great chemistry. There is you know, a lot going on with uh, Brad's character, Cliff Booth. He is so, so cool. Uh, I like I like a lot about Brad Pitt's performance in this. Leo's good, but Brad's great uh, in this. Uh, Brad is truly phenomenal in this, and I 
I I think he really does well under Tarantino's direction, especially you know after this and Inglorious Bastards. Uh, those are some great performances from Brad. Uh, probably my favorites from Brad Pitt. Um, as I was saying, Margot Robbie she does an excellent job as Sharon Tate. Her scenes are are really are really interesting because they, you know, not all of the scenes in this movie actually happened in real life, but. The, all the most of the characters in it, except for Leo and uh, Brad's characters, exist. They Sharon Tate was a real person. There's a Bruce. There's a couple Bruce Lee scenes in this movie, and the, the guy they got to play Bruce Bruce Lee, I believe Mike Moe is his name. He does a great job. Uh, he's catching a little bit of flack in the media. I think he does an excellent job. But you know what? I wasn't really around when Bruce Lee was doing his thing. I don't know a ton about that era, but I think. Everybody had an excellent performance in this movie. It felt like a lot of the scenes in this movie, though, like didn't have anything to do with the previous scene. It was just like one scene was this, and then the next scene was this. It really didn't have any sort of sequence to it. There wasn't an overarching, really, story. It was just sort of life happening for these people, which I think is what Tarantino... Well, he, he really likes his, you know, his artsy types films. It's just... He's just trying to make it seem like real life. You know, there wasn't anything, you know, spectacular until the very, very end, which I, I could I could appreciate, you know, the subtlety. Um, if you like, you know, Tarantino for exciting films, for like very, very exciting stuff, other than a couple scenes in this movie, like there's not, this isn't Django, this isn't The Hateful Eight, this isn't, eh, it's kind of close to Pulp Fiction, but it's not, it's not, that exciting it's not kill bill it's not django and it's not the hateful eight uh this is more akin to pulp fiction i would say but sort of still different um it's just a lot more subtle there isn't a ton of violence until you know one very spectacular scene in the end but it is just a film about making films in the 60s uh all the cast members they've all done press for this and they've all said that this is just a love letter to 60s hollywood and i can believe that because even though i wasn't around i can appreciate the set design it just feels alive it feels like a different time period i mean this movie kind of transported even somebody who wasn't alive in the 60s back to the 60s and understood how everything kind of worked back then and it was interesting, um, and that is that is the the big star of this movie is actually really just the set design. It's all on point, absolutely brilliant. I think Tarantino's vision is just so so accurate to what Hollywood actually looked like at the time and what it felt like. I mean, you could practically smell, the, you know, the streets. You could practically feel like you were there. It was amazing, um, Tarantino. I really like Quentin Tarantino's work, and but you really got to like Quentin Tarantino, I feel, to really enjoy this film, because it isn't as exciting as, you know, it isn't Kill Bill, it isn't Django, but it is a really good movie with really good acting and beautiful set design, and I want to see it again so I can fall in love with it, because I really like it right now. I'm just not sure of how I feel about it. But I think this movie is meant to be seen in theaters. You should get a ticket and go see it and make your own opinion. So, in conclusion, I would recommend you go see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood 
in theaters, I would recommend you miss The Lion King entirely, at least The Lion King 2019. And I say go see Crawl if you'd like to. But that's it for me. Thanks for listening, moviegoers.